0: Here with Matt Williamson for Hour 2 of this uh, special edition of The Drive. It's we'll so be...
1: special, we're going to do a double header.
0: That's right. We're coming... I'll be here until 1130, bringing you all the uh, news, updates, Steelers information, all mm-hmm. kinds of good stuff. We've been talking about some uh, news from around the league here uh, to finish off the last hour. And it just reminded me of the whole Michael Thomas injury That's as why... well. We're on the uh, same ta- page. We were talking about Carson Wentz, and it's yeah. like... You know these these are the kind of speed bumps, and the Michael Thomas injury is more than a speed bump for it's the, big for the Saints, bump, right?
1: Because it's a, cr- I mean they don't have anything else to replace. You know,
0: know that he's going to be out probably half the season, mm-hmm. and they don't have anything else.
1: And I can't imagine he comes back in football shape either. Like if yeah. he's due back week that's six, that's the
0: other part of, a, of having a foot injury.
1: Yeah, absolutely, you I mean, know you're yeah. not
0: able to do a whole
1: lot. Not able to do a whole lot. You know, do you trust it? Do you cut off it? So let's say Thomas comes back week five or six. Probably not himself till week eight. Best case scenario, even. Yeah. So.
0: And again, so now the Saints are—they're
1: behind. The they're done. So it's funny you brought the Saints up because I was thinking about driving here today. I am not a Taysom Hill fan. I might start Taysom Hill. Though. I was
0: thinking the same thing because and he, just raving it yeah. up. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Just totally play Ravens it, it, football with Kamara and Hill carrying the ball and touching the ball all the time. And, you know, your, your other receivers, fine. Troutman's your Mark Andrews. I think that gives them the best chance to, chance to win. I think they have a pretty good defense. I think I'd much rather Winston than Hill in a vacuum or yeah. for the Steelers or for whoever. But to get by, I think you got to play Taysom Hill now.
0: That's how one injury changes all the everything for the whole offseason. Everything. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. Now, all of a sudden, if, you, you know, Jameis Winston's through no fault of his own. Suddenly becomes the second best option to start for that team, even though he's mm-hmm. he should be the first. If they even have if he's won the they job. have Michael Thomas, he's the starter.
1: I assumed that since day yeah. one, but now I would go back on that just because of one injury.
0: So now Michael if I'm if I'm Jameis Winston, I drive over to Michael Thomas's house and like smack him in the head with a baseball bat. <laughs> like you just cost me millions of dollars. All
1: right, because he's ready to become a free agent again yeah. or
0: if some, he has a full season starting this year, he can add to the he resume. Could cash. Yeah, he right.
1: could Potentially cash in, or maybe some team like the Steelers buy him low, yeah. you know, and still love him or whatever. Or maybe he's a Colt next week. <laughs> maybe right. It's, it's, everything's on the table here. now right. because
0: because Michael Thomas decided he wasn't going to have his surgery until they should he showed they should up a trade
1: James Winston for T Y Hilton or something. <laughs> but then then yeah. you don't have the. The, then you don't want yeah, Hill throw in as your, Nick Eason. Yeah. yeah. Then you don't want Hill as your starter, though. If you right. Receivers. Yeah.
0: It's 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 the conundrum that you have. We're going to find out a lot about Sean Payton this year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's the same
0: absolutely. thing that people always talked about. We'll find out what kind of coach Mike Tomlin is when he doesn't have Ben Roethlisberger yeah. anymore. And in 2019, we did. We did. And I I firmly do believe this, and I say it over and over.
1: Six or seven guys in the league. That just know how to win. That yeah. I really think Hall of Fame resumes. I can't stress enough. You know, Tom Brady's on the screen right now. Boy, Tom Brady was got the better of Belichick last year. I don't know what's more impressive: Belichick winning seven games with that dog crap roster, or Brady going to Tampa to an established team and winning the Super we Bowl. We
0: talked about that. Last, you know, all Tampa needed was a competent quarterback. Right? If they had, we, if Tampa had signed Andy Dalton, though, maybe we were wrong about that one. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, you know, if they had an they a a average quarterback, they might have gone to the Super Bowl anyway. They might have. They would have been a playoff team. They would have been yeah. a much improved. You know,
1: Winston threw thirty picks. I mean, if he, if he have turned been 15 the ball over thirty
0: before. picks and he turned it over forty times, right. he lost ten fumbles too. <laughs> right, forty turnovers out of your quarterback position.
1: And I understand Brady brings immense presence and leadership, and changes what that building's been about forever. But he didn't draft Tristan Wirfs and Antoine Winfield, you know what yeah. I mean, or build that roster. It was a great scenario to go in, and because he's Tom Brady, he could pick and choose where he went too. He's no dummy. He's not going to Jacksonville, you know. And yeah. He's going to take a good spot. But to your point, Tomlin went in eight without Ben. Uh, Belichick went in seven with a million opt-outs and no Brady and no wide receivers. If Peyton gets to seven and ten or eight and nine. I think that's a monumental accomplishment. Because they have no depth either.
0: That's the other thing. They've they've,
1: they've put all – I mean, the credit cards are maxed out.
0: Yeah. And and they went all in for Breeze's last few years. Mm -hmm. um, Again, trading all their draft picks to get one guy. We need this one guy. Yep, yep, yep. Well, now now you're going to pay for that. You're going to pay for that. I mean, even
1: Harbaugh, pre-Lamar, kept that team competitive when they weren't that good either. I mean, Flacco's their quarterback. I mean, it's – I, I very much believe that there's a handful of coaches that are always going to be in it, you know, and if you give them the right things, like Reed, you, you luck into him or you, you you skill your way into a Mahomes, boom, all of a sudden you're the best coach in the league, you know. Yeah. And with all respect to Ben, if Steelers draft Mahomes next year, Tomlin's not going to be eighth or ninth <laughs> on <the> head coaching <laughs> list in the summer. All of a sudden he'll be a genius. Yeah, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Boy, yeah, he's reinventing himself, you know.
0: That's the thing I think that Tomlin doesn't get enough credit for is the draft stuff. Yeah, that's a um, good point. Very involved. Yeah. yeah, he's the, the Steelers. The way it works is the head coach and GM, in this case Colbert and, and, and Tomlin, Tomlin right. work together to draft these players. It's not, yeah. you know, Kevin Colbert says this all the time. It's not my draft. It's not Mike's draft. It's our draft. Yeah. Um, you could, you know, people want to talk about well, the Steelers have had all this talent over the last decade. Well, who do you think How do you think that helped happened? acquire that? Yeah. You know what? I, I also th-
1: don't think people realize that I don't know this for a fact. I haven't been behind the walls, but I bet just because of the things you said, they do it extremely well is the running back coach tells the offensive coordinator and the head coach, this is the room I had. These were my deficiencies. I could have done this better as a coach, but if you gave me a back that can do this and this, I can run. I can help you run your offense better, and then the coordinator can help the head coach win games better. And I think they listen to.
0: Everybody has input, not just the capos. Yeah. They listen to
1: the it, soldiers it's not, too. You know, you some know.
0: teams. You know, you've mentioned before, like in New England,
1: they're just information gatherers. The, the, the scouts, scouts are right. the
0: information gatherers. It's Belichick's draft,
1: right? I think Kevin listens to his scouts. I was about to say, is that's the coaching side. You know that's one cat's Tessio's regime over here, Yeah. and then Kevin's regime. I think he listens to all the area scouts too, who then report to the college director, who then report to Kevin, and then Kevin gathers all that information and values it accordingly. He doesn't just say thanks and throws it in the fire. It
0: doesn't always work that way because I was around. A lot of teams don't work when that way. when you know the, there were clashes between Tom Donahoe and Bill Coward. Cowher. Yeah. Uh, and that was really what it was about. I bet. You know, Donahoe's like, uh, you know, when Cowher first got there uh, to the to Pittsburgh, Donahoe saw himself as Cowher's boss. He helped hire him. He helped hire. You know, so there he was one of the better
1: GMs in the league. People yeah. forget too, and you know, well established, right? And well,
0: he's not playing my guys. You know,
1: I, that's always a conflict yeah. since the dawn of time, right? Or. I got you talent to develop, and you didn't develop it. Right,
0: you know what I mean. And there was some of that, like for example, Mike Vrabel. Okay, you know, second round pick, second cool. round. You know, what are you doing with Mike Vrabel? One year he's a defensive end, The next year you want him at linebacker. Then the next year you move him back to defensive end. Okay, what is he? And but by, by the time he goes, he's adding twenty pounds. Yeah, cutting twenty pounds. Yeah, that you could see the talent was there. Mm-hmm. They just couldn't figure out how they wanted to use him, and then he goes to New England. And he becomes, you know, a, a really, good a player. really good player on, right. on good football teams. Um, but it was because Just a hunch. I mean, he was much more in New England. He was. I remember him
1: more as a Patriot than a Steeler, of course, because he a better career he there. He was here for four years. Yeah, he was a much better Greg Lloyd than he was Aaron Smith, in my opinion. Well, but because, he was probably, but he wasn't. He would have been better Lloyd or Gildan. Yeah. Right. You know well, he I mean? would
0: have been better. With what the Steelers do with their defensive linemen now, okay, he was Brett Keisel before Brett Keisel. Oh, okay, the long, lanky kind of. Him
1: and McGinnis were more edge guys. They, but were, they were, but they wanted heavier ones in the Steelers. They wanted did. the
0: Steelers wanted their defensive linemen at that point. You're gonna hey, we want our linebackers to make all the plays. Mm-hmm. You guys are taking on double du- you know, double teams and freeing things up. If you get to the quarterback, great. Yeah, if right, if right. not, that's not what you're here for. You're here to take on the double teams and allow Kevin Green and Greg Lloyd to get to the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, you know, hey, Cam Hayward, go get the quarterback. Oh, of course. Yeah, Stefan Tua, go get the quarterback. That's why you've seen the bigger sack numbers in recent years out of the defensive linemen mm-hmm. because they've they've changed you know, they want them getting upfield. If you had Mike Vrabel doing that, he would have been fine here at 280 pounds. Okay. See, he always took me as somewhat
1: of a tweener and nobody could figure it out, which until somebody did figure it out and just happened to be in a different city. Yeah. But he wasn't as twitchy as Green or Lloyd or No, or no, that was
0: not what he was. Okay. But he was a long, again, athlete like Brett Keisel in that mm-hmm. mold.
1: Yeah, Belichick really likes it. Going back to the Parcells and Giants team building he really, like, size on the front line. Yeah. You, know? So, but, you and, know? But, yeah, it's a great example. But
0: that's the, you know, the give and take between the front office and the, in the you know, the You can put your the, ego aside the, the team, if you're yeah. either
1: Cowher or Dunho and say, let's just stick with one for the better of the team, whether it's my opinion or not. Because taking them back and forth is, you're just watching years off his rookie contract go away.
0: Right. <laughs> Which is essentially what happened there. Um, you know, so you have those kind of situations. You don't have that. With uh, The one thing I'll say about Kevin Colbert, he has no ego. He
1: doesn't, right.
0: You know, and so, you know, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was. He just wants the right answer. You know, again, he didn't take the GM role or title until it started costing him spots in press boxes. <laughs> like <laughs> Right, right,
1: right. <laughs> But he was running the whole. I mean, he was the number one dog in the organization. You still see, you still see
0: this the 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 listing sometimes. Kevin Colbert, GM since 2012 or whatever, Mm -hmm. whenever he got the title. There was 10 years before that. Right? He's been here. He's been the guy running their drafts for two decades. For two decades. Yeah, (laughs) that hasn't changed. He just didn't
1: have that title. And we've gotten to know them, and their area scouts. They trust them, and they've been there a long time. There's very little turnover. You know, those guys go in the same schools every year. And boy, I've said this before. That's unbelievably beneficial cuz I was a rookie flopping around like a fish out of water every school I went into and I saw the guys that did it well and they're, "Hey, what's up, Bob? How you yeah. doing, Fred?" You know, here's a donut, bringing you Bringing know. in the donuts every what do you day Who's the quarterback. There's yeah. a the, the sophomores to watch, you know, and they're just, you know, they're buds. And you're like, "Oh, man, I oh <laughs> boy, I am so far from that." <laughs> I'm just watching tape here and being quiet and not trying to embarrass myself, you know. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, I, I think... And Kevin trusts every one of them. Yeah. Because he's done it year after year. They That's don't give why him bad
0: information. He said earlier this week that the Steelers, he doesn't look at them as lacking depth. Mm-hmm. He just looks at them as lacking proven guys at some of those spots. Right.
1: Which goes back to my big theory of... Trusting your draft process. Right. The Justin Lanes of the world. They like, you know. Yeah. Uh, maybe Steeler Nation doesn't yet because they haven't seen much of them. Or McFarland, I think, is a great example. Antoine Brooks, we're getting all kinds of good reports of, and he's getting a lot of uh, playing time. Well, they they drafted him for a reason, and the poor guy didn't do anything wrong between the, his draft day and today
0: to dislike him. And yeah. that's
1: true for all across the league.
0: Yeah. Um, so well, I, I, how would know, they be proven? Yeah, you, you're not proven until you are, and you right, have to right, have right. that opportunity. You know, so guys like Ulysses Gilbert or Buddy Johnson or sure. You know, these are guys that they like.
1: They're counting on.
0: These are guys that they liked well enough to draft, and and mm-hmm. and you know, and, and they've kept them around to develop. Um, the, I think the Steelers do as good a job of, of developing the guys beyond the starting lineup. I do too. And it's anybody. not easy to
1: do. I mean, it's really hard to do once the season starts. Is balance winning this upcoming week with giving these guys a little bit of something or figuring out their niche or. How can they shine on practice squad or uh, scout team, you know, and give them an opportunity to at least show what they can do and keep them interested, Yeah, you know. I mean, I I, I keep – we haven't talked about this a lot, but I keep looking at the Loudermilk, Davis, Bugs crew. Like, one of those guys is going to be good. I don't know who it is. Yeah. But they only need one of them to be good, but one of those guys is going to be good. I, I think they like Loudermilk a lot. They sure seem to. Yeah. You said he's very impressive just – walking
0: in size board. wise. I mean, yeah, he yeah. looks like Hayward and to it, which you don't typically get Is he to... that thick. Oh yeah.
1: I mean, I bet he's even longer. Yeah. You know, taller, longer arms. Yeah. I mean, he's that well built though.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's might be something there. And I know, you know I heard Tomlin yelling at him yesterday. That's the way, you know, and, uh, way to go there. 92. Okay. He's wearing 92, which makes it look really weird because he's a <laughs> big dude. Yeah, ninety two yeah, yeah. has not been worn by a big dude in recent years. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I think they that that's the one thing, um, you know, people talk about. Well, what happens if T.J. Watt goes down? Well, that's different. Well, what happens if Miles
1: Garrett goes yeah. down or Bosa or you know? Right, we saw yeah. it in San Francisco last year. I mean, it's no team handles that well. Yeah, but there are certain you know. It, and don't blame the GM. Right. Oh, you didn't have a backup plan for when T.J. Watt you, and Cam Hayward yeah. both got hurt it, in the same game. Nobody's oh, talking oh, to Mickey
0: Loomis saying Mickey, you, <laughs> what do you did you? you Michael Thomas is out, and now we've got no wide receivers. And
1: they're going to kill him for it, because yeah. they didn't bring in... A lot of us thought they would bring in a receiver, and they didn't. And they didn't if, have any you know, money. I thought their first-round pick might be Kadarius Toney. Right, or, yeah. You know what I mean? Or Elijah Moore, or somebody like that. And they didn't address it at all in the draft. So, I mean, I guess there's a little room to criticize, but it looks a lot... He didn't know Michael Thomas couldn't go this year. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, or last year, for that matter. Right. And that, I heard some things, and I, I don't know if it's 100% true, but... I guess Thomas this is just a few reports reported to training camp and the team doctors like why haven't you been rehabbing this like he didn't do anything to it <laughs> and they're like you got to get surgery right this second son you have not improved it and some of it's on the player too. Like, oh,
0: absolutely. I absolutely. mean, our
1: kids ran the steps like crazy. If they mistreatment at Pitt, you know, like yeah. if you're hurting the team, you're being selfish here. Part of it's on you.
0: Yeah, you're a professional. No one it goes about back that. to that what Mike Tomlin talked about with Mason Rudolph yesterday. Yeah, that's what professionals do. You're a professional. <laughs> what, you're getting paid a lot of money to do this. Take care of your body. I can't do it for you. That's the one. That's your. That's your. One thing that, that, that you bring to the table here is your body and your skill set. Right. If that deteriorates, you're happy
1: there for a while. Yeah. That's
0: there's might be a little more to that story than we all know. Yeah, for sure. But uh, that's gonna do it for this segment. Uh, for um, my partner Matt Williamson, I'm Dale Lally. We'll be back right after this with more. You're listening to Steelers Nation Radio. You're tuned to the drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. Matt, you put the... the uh, out on Twitter uh Yeah, it's yesterday. not usually
1: our style, but we got a marathon show today. So. Yeah,
0: so you put some question Or you put a, a thing out there for people to ask questions. Um, 920, it's almost 930 now, so they should be up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you asked Come a question. On. You should be listening to the show here. So we're going to get to some of these here.
1: Yeah, I threw it up yesterday, and then I retweeted it today. So over the course of the next, what, hour or you know, two hours, we're going to be on, so... Uh, get him in we'll do our best.
0: Uh Dave Burke asks, "Can you guys break down the priority traits for a slot corner?" Hmm. I saw that Brooks shed 20ish pounds and assuming he did that to get more agile for I'm assuming he did that to get more agile for this competition. Well, absolutely he did that. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't uh, realize he slimmed down that much. He told me he's down between 200 and 205 pounds. He was listed at 220 coming out of the, because if you remember when they drafted him he was 5 Eleven two twenty. Yeah, so he's a pretty thick guy. And he thought right. well, maybe they're going to look at him as that that dime linebacker spot. Total opposite yeah. direction. Yeah. Well, now he's you know they're, they're looking at him as a slot cornerback.
1: Which goes back to our conversation last segment. These guys have plans for these draft picks and develop them. You know, knowing that we year one is not going to be super important, rather than other than special teams. But they also do Mike Hilton and Cam Sutton were free agents. Right. You know, it's not much different than the pre situation.
0: I, I actually wrote about this exact thing. Um, in my Friday Insider on, on DKPittsburghSports.com. Um, yesterday, I guess it would be Friday. Yesterday was Friday. I guess so. They're all <laughs> really the same to me right now. Um, but you keep hearing the words Mike Hilton thrown around a lot. Sure. Know?
1: Looking for the next Mike Hilton. Looking for the next Undrafted Mike Hilton.
0: guy, right. You know. What they're looking for is a guy in that slot position who can blitz, mm-hmm. who can play the run, and who can cover.
1: And no offense, Mike, but that isn't 5'6". Yeah, who, who, <laughs> you know who can I mean? hold
0: right. up there. That, so you're looking at Brooks. He's 5'11", again, 205, 200, 205 pounds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Arthur Millette is 5'9", 190, 195 he's pretty pounds. He's thick, right? He's a thicker guy, he, yeah.
1: I haven't seen him in
0: person much,
1: but he looks like his shoulders are a little wider. He's bigger he's than— Yeah, he's yeah.
0: definitely bigger than, than— A lot bigger than Hilton. Than Hilton. Right. I'm getting the idea here, and I and I asked Millette about this. You know, um, you know, he's blitzing a big part of part of this. He goes, "Yeah, you watch the tape. Of, you know, we watch the tape of Mike Hilton all the time playing this I position, bet, bet. and that's a big part of his job." Hilton missed three games last year, and according to Pro Football Focus, still rushed the passer 70 times. So they that's blitzed him 70 times in, in 13, 13 games. games. It's I think it's five or six times a game, and he's on the field for every snap. Right.
1: I mean, Sutton was in there occasionally. You don't. Sometimes you're in base. And I mean, some of those are run blitzes, so that that doesn't right. count the
0: times where he blitzed in, count, and right. the other team was running, it's and you're, you're blitzing into the run. It's, so it's more than that, even. Okay. That's a big part of what they want to do, so they can run their defense the same way if they have that guy. You're right. If it's Cam Sutton, Cam Sutton played the same spot for I think it was over 200 snaps last year. Okay. And he blitzed, I think, seven times. So there's,
1: it's not an accident.
0: It's it's not the same so one's thing. One's better than the other. One's better than the other. One's better cover guy than you. Than, oh, I, yeah. Sutton, I think they
1: think Sutton's an outside, long-standing, you know, starting Sutton, corner.
0: Sutton's better in coverage. Hilton was better doing those things. Those things. So you're going to play to your strengths in those situations. You'd love
1: for those two to have a baby and be the perfect slot corner. But right. That's not going <laughs> to happen. Real quick on this question though, I mean, his his question was, what traits do you look for? Yeah the three that stand out to me depend,
0: again but it depends on your, the team
1: not everyone has not the same not every thing team's going to look for the same thing that's right. why i'm going
0: to be interested to see how cincinnati uses hilton this year i hope they don't do it like they
1: did james harrison right yeah. if they if <laughs> play they, off the ball yeah, and, yeah if they right, ask
0: right. him to be strictly the okay you're our slot cornerback so you're just going to cover all the time right that's not what he you're does you're going well. man to
1: man with juju no, and no that's not going to think work who else is in the division Landry. Yeah. you know like you're going to lose yeah or if they put him outside ever, he's going to lose. Yeah. You know what I mean? They like, think, oh, a corner's a corner. Um, but anyway, the three traits, if I was looking for a slot corner, but specifically the Steelers slot corner, he's got to be tough. Yeah. I mean, he's got to be tough. He's got to be able to stick his face in there. He's got to embellish contact. He has to be tough. I would also say very quick... Recognition. He'll be a good processor. Very quick processor. Things happen very quickly. You know, jet motion, and then you become the slot guy or a pulling guard or play action, and now I'm stuck behind. And then lastly is change of direction. You know, and that goes back. I think to how he mentioned in the question, much more agile than fast. You'd love to have a flat fast slot corner,
0: but Hilton was a four six guy.
1: Yeah, I mean. Teams are doing it more because most of the corners have those skills more than speed. You'll get Tyreek Hill in the slot, and he'll run goes. But at least Minka's there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like right. you, you still have some sort of help, or a linebacker can reroute him and, or whatever. And the thing
0: is, is you hope that your pass rush gets there before right, right, that right. guy runs past your slot corner. Mm-hmm,
1: without question. But those would be the three traits in order that they got to have. And I don't know if Brooks has them or not. We'll see. I mean... Um, obviously, slimming down will help the agility. We'll put his, he was quickness. a four-six
0: guy at 220 pounds. Right. So he's probably gotten a step faster. Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't know if he's got quicker or changed yeah. direction. I, I just don't know that. I well, they play, I,
0: he did play in the slot his first two seasons that at he Maryland. actually played at yeah, Maryland. Yeah, yeah, he, was yeah, their slot, he was their slot guy. In those two seasons, his sophomore and junior years, he had three interceptions and three and a half sacks.
1: Yeah. That also lends itself to the recognition, in my opinion. I mean, he probably processes the game pretty quick. He's been near the line of scrimmage a lot and near the ball a lot. And he's probably tough, you know, because he's he's banged with offensive linemen his whole career. He hasn't sat in deep middle, nowhere near the ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's but he has being... done those things because yeah.
0: they, he said his senior year is when they started moving him all over mm-hmm. and, you know, playing him deep safety, playing him in, the, in you know, strong safety, doing those kind of things with him. Kind of like Sean Davis. Yeah, yeah primarily Maryland. his first two years, he was the slot Okay, he was their slot cornerback. That's when Mike Tomlin first. You know, it's no coincidence. There's a little Maryland connection with the Steelers too, and yeah, right that you know Tomlin's Tomlin's son and Keith Butler talked about this. Well, Mike spotted this guy, you know, back when he's in college because yeah. his son, his you know, his son was going to Maryland. And, I should know this, but did Matt Canada coincide with Brooks yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. So you know, there's there's all kinds of things. So they knew what kind of guy he was. They knew how what he was in the locker room. They knew. He had done that, you know. I'm sure Mike Tom was looking at it going. That guy looks like Mike Hilton. Mm-hmm. You know, he does a lot of the same stuff. Mike Hilton. People stuff. were
1: judging him as a safety, but we're judging him as a slot corner. Yeah, and none of us knew that until right. this camp. Which they're sneaky sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but those would be the traits I'd look for. Of course, you'd like long arms and run him to run a four three, and you know, six two, and yeah. that'd be wonderful. But the things i have to have are those 3.
0: Look around the league at all the slot cornerbacks mm-hmm. and they come in all shapes and sizes.
1: There's Most of them story. smaller though. Yeah. So there's another story for another day. But i wonder are slot corners going to kind of be like running backs in terms of shelf life? It's hard to be a slot corner for 10. Oh, years. it absolutely is, yeah. You know, i mean so will people not invest in them? Are you not going to give Hilton big money? Is that smart because i can find someone else to beat up for 5 years kind of the running back argument? I think so because I that's think so. a
0: you know, it, it's a very and demanding –
1: corner, pure slot, corner, pure slot yeah. receivers, too.
0: I mean, last year was really the first year that Hilton got nicked up playing mm-hmm. that spot. I mean, he'd been pretty durable yeah, uh, despite throwing his body around, uh, you know, but he missed time last year playing the run. Playing the run. You know, it was it – was, it, uh, It's it got to be hard on the body. It was a play against Kareem Hunt. and Kareem Hunt, you know, he put his shoulder into Kareem Hunt and, you know – lost a battle yeah. lost that battle yeah, he's yeah. given up 25 30 pounds and he's had a lot of
1: battles yeah right yeah, um, I, would, and, and I wish him the best I just if I'm the Bengals I would have hesitated to give him money
0: yeah great guy I mean uh, yeah, again uh, I'm gonna Clyde be very interested on how they use him yeah absolutely if they use him as, as other teams use their slot going, well you're just gonna go, go out there and cover that's not using Mike Hilton that's yeah, not smart right yeah if you're gonna blitz him like crazy and I don't know what their blitz is I don't know what their style
1: is on defense nowadays. They're a little hard to get a read on, to be honest with you. It's just
0: a bad defense.
1: It's a bad defense, and they've they've kind of bounced around a little bit, too. Um, They do generally want long corners, the Trey Waynes and William Jacksons traditionally. So I would imagine Hilton does not go outside ever. I mean, that would be a crucial, critical mistake. That's coaching malpractice there.
0: Yeah, so it's going to be interesting, but I know the Steelers are looking for not necessarily a Mike Hilton clone but they want somebody that has those Mike Hilton traits. Absolutely. Can, Absolutely. And Millette said the same thing, almost parroted what you said. He said really? they want somebody who's tough, mm-hmm. smart, yeah, a- and can cover. Yeah. And blitz. Makes sense, right. You know.
1: Okay. And a lot of it like a, that's why I wanted quickness over speed. If it's a Welker, it's probably a quick hitting route. I got to change directions. He has a two-way go. Yeah. I don't have to open it up and get to three forty speed, you know yeah. what I mean?
0: Um, I'll say you know people were when, when the Steelers signed Millett, uh, you know some people really thought, went under the
1: radar Like it, eh, it really did it doesn't matter you know
0: if you look at his numbers um, they have
1: like five guys on the team that fit that bill that are new yeah. even like Kalen Bellage I mean some people kind of knew him from being on their fantasy team because he's a running back or um, Coward the guard you know there's a handful of dudes they got for nothing even Killebrew Killebrew has a little bit of a track record too that no one in the, it seems to be talking about but they're almost all going to make the team, and they're going to have some contributions. And they have, they have a, a an idea in mind for every
0: one of these players. Milet last year for the Jets played 247 snaps in the slot. Hmm. Uh, this, according to again, the Pro Football Focus. Yeah, they, yeah, no, they're they good. Also, for those numbers. They also um, played play, played 109 snaps at free safety. I don't know if that meant he was dropping in the in the deep. or something. Yeah, like I'm that. not sure how they probably didn't it. line up at free safety. And only 15 snaps on the outside. He's not going to do that. Well, the year before that, the Jets played him 288 snaps as an outside cornerback. He gave, I mean, he was not good out there.
1: Yeah. He, he, so, if you, when you look at his... See, I'm sitting here thinking, no team's been worse a corner over the last two or three years than the Jets. So, maybe they're just throwing they They were just throwing guys right, out right, there. Right, right,
0: right. So, last year for the Jets, um, he gave up uh, 21 completions on 32 pass attempts uh, from the slot. For 221 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Um, you, okay. know, you look at that and go, well, that's not great.
1: Well, they don't rush the passer well either. They don't rush the passer. And they're on the, de- they're out, the defense is on the field all the time. The, the slot, worst offense in the league.
0: Your slot cornerbacks are going to give up more, a higher completion percentage. Those are oh, easier throws. Question. Right, right, right. Much easier throws.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> fantasy note, you want guys that line up in the slot. You yeah. get a lot of cheap targets and a lot of cheap, you know, receptions. I yeah. mean, that's just a lot harder job.
0: You know, if you compare that to his numbers from previous seasons, like he was giving up, a, you know, on the outside, it was like 70% completion percentage because mm-hmm. that's not necessarily you know, where you want to use a, a five foot nine cornerback. I
1: I trust the Steelers to get more out of them than the Jets got out of them. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. That was
0: Adam Gase's staff. That was Adam
1: Gase's staff, and they didn't have Watt and Hayward rushing the passer and – they don't exactly have the best track records with corners. He may be terrible, but I bet the Steelers get more out of him than the Jets did. Yeah. That's all I'm saying.
0: What I didn't know about him, and Tomlin brought this up, is that he's been a, a really good special teams player. You would hope so. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense.
1: I wonder if he's a gunner, you know, yeah. important stuff on special team, Probably.
0: Yeah. So th- I think there's. Yeah, he's a guy to watch. I mean, he's going to make the team. He probably makes his team. I yeah. mean, I think he's your, you know, at worst, your, your backup slot. Mm-hmm. Um, if now, he's a great special teamer. When they've gone dime, which they just started doing the last couple of days, they've moved Sutton inside. He's been the dime linebacker. Hmm.
1: I think they're, I bet they're searching for that.
0: Well, they're using, he's playing, he's playing the old old William Gay role. Yeah. Um, And it's been, he's done that before. Yeah. That's, that was always his, his spot. And I think that they like that.
1: Real quick, when you say dime, are you talking four corners and two safeties or three and three? Well, probably four corners. It, it, yeah, it's four corners. Okay, so Lane or Pierre comes on Pierre, the outside. Yeah, it's been Pierre. So Lane has not been in the top four. Right. Okay. Well, I mean that's a re. Well, it's tough so to
0: judge those times as I well bet, because, because there's not that many snaps. So well, because far. because you're not seeing Hayden out there a lot.
1: Oh, okay. I understand. understand. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, you could do. A but three when they bump, when they bumped su-
0: and right now they're using. It's. It, it, I know on the depth chart it says Lane is. That is, doesn't matter. That doesn't matter right, right now. When they've when they've done that, it's it's been Pierre. Okay, so Pierre and Hayden
1: would be the outside guys if they lined up today. And when they go to dime, you think Sutton would be in the middle of the field. Sutton's somewhere. in the old William Gabe right. Troy
0: Polamalu spot. Okay, you know. but if
1: you get a two by two set, you he's, get a few he's going out, he's, he's going outside out of to the slot. Yeah. 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 Okay. Interesting. No, I think they're looking for that. Not only nickel,
0: but dime back. Because usually, we also, we, usually when you're in dime, it's third and ten or longer, mm-hmm. third and eight. They're yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. likely to run the ball as much. And, pe- I mean, people are probably wondering, well, who comes off? I imagine a and Spillane are off the field. Yeah, you get your two defensive linemen up front, mm-hmm. your two outside linebackers, and then... And Bush. And Bush. Yeah. It's been Spillane, but it's going... You know, Jerry Olsafsky said, well, I I'm, it's going to be Bush, but right now we're using yeah, Spillane. Yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: I also think, I know we don't have a lot of time, once in a while, I bet they bring Tewitt or Hayward off the field, and that's Ingram on the inside. And you get somewhat of a NASCAR package. But
0: I, th- I still think that they like
1: – I mean, taking Tewitt or Hayward off the field is never a good idea. Not a good idea. Right, right, yeah. right.
0: right. And, and Keith Butler. But actually, they have that option. Keith Butler actually said that when he was asked about that. Could you use him in, in those all three linebackers at the same time in those rush packages? He's like, well – that would mean I'm taking Hayward to it off the field, <laughs> right? Probably right, not. Right. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're, you know, or one hard for a week, fourteen or plays in a row of, of nickel or dime, yeah. Yes. Then maybe you do that.
1: Or it's third and twelve, and you know, five of them are out there. Yeah. Or, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's something Ingram can do.
0: Yeah. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. We th- we uh, want to thank uh, who did I say I had that question? That was Dave Burke. Oh, we'll nice get to some more questions here as the show as the show continues. But we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, it's time for the fantasy football focus. We'll do that right after this. <laughs> You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It's time for the Fantasy Football Focus, and it's our fantasy draft here. I believe this is the last slot that we haven't drafted out. Okay. This would be the seven-hole. Um, and the other team's names. This is, of course, on uh, Draft Wizard on FantasyPros.com. The one slot is i or, or, I'm sorry. The the. Uh, ooh, just saw the, who got drafted here early. Yeah. Uh, one one is owned by Aaron. So far away. A run so far away. I don't get that one. Uh, two that is one. fits to a T. You wanted three names. There you go. Fits T to. T Higgins. A, fits to a T. Okay. Is it T-E-E? Yes. Nice. Okay. You like that one? There you go. Three words.
1: Three for nicely. Nicely.
0: Done. Uh, three is owned by no pain, no gain well. Nice. Uh, yeah, four is helpful. don't mond if I do. Okay. <laughs> he should have to do something. A player should have to do something in the league before you name him. <laughs> uh, five is multitasking. We've had that one before. Uh, six is Crowdered House. We've had that one before. Uh, we're at seven. Eight is I don't want no chub. We've had that one before. Uh, nine is Fields of Dreams. We've had that one before. Ten is, this is a new one, Gateway Rugs. Okay. <laughs> uh, These guys are clever. Eleven is Shark Week, and twelve is Haskins-Dobbins.
1: Every time I bring up Shark Week, I used to be the biggest Shark Week fan ever, and now it's all like yeah. Shark Week with the pimple popper, Shaq the Shark Week. Like, yeah. I want to see the Sharks.
0: Haskins-Dobbins <laughs> is the twelfth <laughs> pick there. Okay, okay so sorry. the first uh, the first picks. number one-one was Derrick Henry. Wow. Then mccaffrey Cook, Taylor at four, Kamara Good. at five, Chubb at six. Boo. I wouldn't have considered Chubb or Taylor at our spot. Here's what's left. Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon Barkley, Aaron Jones, Tyreek Hill are the top suggestions for us, the top running backs available. Elliott, Barkley, Jones, Gibson.
1: That's way, that's too I don't think we've ever taken Barkley or Elliott. I'm starting to warm up to both. Where I was down on both. I know there's some risk there. Elliott looked bad. All reports have been great. It's a great offense, but I worry that we're that he's on the back nine because it can happen quick. And boy, he has an immense workload in his back career. Down, he's 25. <laughs> I know, but I, I, I was going to say going back to Ohio State. Yeah, I mean he he's really touched the ball a lot. But I would gladly take him here. And I think. he catches the football. And he does. He's,
0: he's the safer pick than Barkley. I agree. He's yeah. a much better
1: offense. Yeah. it's a, Is that the pick? I'm cool with it, yeah. Okay. I don't love that. I don't love it. But it's a little no-man's land It's the hand ish. we're dealt. Right, yeah. right, right. A, you, you, I'd rather take him at nine, you know. Or, okay,
0: yeah. so two sixes up. Top running backs available. Najee Harris. Yep. Austin Ekelar. Yep. J.K. Dobbins. Chris Carson. One of the top two.
1: We were talking off the air. I like Eckler more than you. And you certainly have good points because he's not a banger, he's not a goal line guy, but I think he's Kamara and Lombardi's new offense there. I trust Harris. To get, I would take. He's going to above him though? Yeah,
0: he's going to Harris is going to get double digit touchdowns. The catches, maybe he catches twenty fewer balls, but mm-hmm. the touchdown. Eckler scored three touchdowns. I bet he, he touched the great. ball
1: more than Eckler. Yeah, and he's a banger. Yeah, no, Harris I, is the pick. So you me, we get, you give me Harris in the middle of the second
0: round. Ezekiel Elliott yeah. and Najee Harris is a nice That ain't bad. Yeah. That's a lot of touches and a lot of talent. A lot of touchdowns. A lot of touchdowns. Yeah. We're back up again here now at in the third round, the top suggested players for us Mike Evans, Keenan Allen, C. D. Lamb, Josh Allen. I can't do Allen, I don't think.
1: All three of those receivers are fine. Is there a J.K. Dobbins still available? Just curious. Or a Waller or a Kittle?
0: or Top uh, running backs available. Carson, Montgomery, Sanders, Jacobs. Nah, I could do that. Yeah. Uh, Any of the top three tight ends? Top tight ends are all gone. Okay. Hawkinson, Andrews, Pitts are the top guys available there. So I
1: think this has to be a receiver then. Do you have a favorite of that group? None of them are jumping off the page at me, the ones you listed but I don't dislike any of them. They're all fine. They're all doubles to me.
0: We did already take Ezekiel Elliott. Do you take Mm -hmm. the C.D. Lamb, Ezekiel Elliott? It's going to be a high-powered offense.
1: I have no qualms with that. I mean, that's an offense I want as many shares of as I can get. I think
0: he's more – like, Mike Evans is fine, but there were a lot of games last year where he had two catches for 12 yards. The one thing I did notice – One or both of them were touchdowns. Right. I was going to say, Brady
1: really favors him in the red zone more than Winston did or whomever. I, I think that's a real thing. And he's super consistent, but Lamb might have the higher ceiling. I think. I think
0: Lamb. Lamb could, might catch on ball. Could blow
1: up. Yeah. I think he's better than Cooper. I think he's better than Gallup.
0: I'm fine with Lamb. Yeah. Okay. C.D. Lamb is the pick in the third round. Not bad. And we're cruising on down here. We're back up again. The top players available for us: Chris Godwin. Not bad. And and that's a good reason why you know we didn't take. Evans versus Godwin is almost the same thing. Yeah, to me. We didn't take Evans. If we take Evans there, we can't take Godwin. True. So now we could take Godwin there and be okay. We could, came at that pretty well. Mm-hmm. You got one and one A. I uh,
1: think Godwin's a lot better than he showed last year. I thought he was hurt almost the whole year.
0: Yeah. DJ Moore, Mark Andrews, Kyler Murray are the top suggestions. Moore versus Godwin's
1: a conversation for me. Yeah.
0: The uh, top uh, wide receivers overall are Godwin, Robert Woods, DJ Moore, Adam Thielen.
1: Thielen's last on that list for me.
0: Uh, tight ends is Andrews, Hawkinson, Goddard, Tanyan. Interesting, but a little rich for yeah. me. Quarterbacks, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers.
1: I think I'd take one of the receivers. Probably Godwin.
0: I think Godwin's got to be the pick. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: the fourth round, that guy was going in the second round last year and really didn't do anything to hurt his stock.
0: In Two years ago was probably, you know, if you if you redrafted right after you know, midseason, was a first-round draft pick.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah. And he's still really good at football.
0: Uh, okay. So we're back up again here in the fifth round. The top receivers available now. Beckham, Higgins, Lockett, Deontay Johnson. Okay. Top I like Lockett a lot. Top suggested players for us. Lockett, Hawkinson, Russell Wilson, Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson's still available. I think you grab him. Oh, my goodness, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's that happening?
1: Yeah, that should not happen. Yeah. I probably would have taken him last round if I knew that, to be honest. Yeah, he wasn't on right, the list. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. Not bad. He should have been there. If okay. Hawkinson's here around the bend, though, I would be very interested. He is not. Okay. Uh, I was shocked he was still there. It's Goddard,
0: Tanya, Fant, Higby. Nah. Yeah. I'm a... um, Beckham, Claypool, Sutton, Chark at the wide receiver position. Oh, we're going to fight because I want Odell. I don't know. He's like your least favorite draft pick in the
1: history of the world. He just can't I stay still healthy.
0: think he's good. He still can't he can't stay healthy. I understand. He can't stay healthy and we already have Chris Goblin who's had some inju- like soft tissue injury stuff.
1: Yeah, okay. I know it's going to be a tough one to convince you on, but I think he's the best one of that group. Quarterback position. Cat. Okay. Wilson, Rodgers. I think Wilson's way better than Rodgers.
0: Bra- Brady and Hurts.
1: What is there? There's Mahomes and then there's like five guys. And I used to think Wilson was in the third tier. Yeah. I think he's in his own tier. Like, I think he's well above Rodgers, Brady, Herbert, those guys. He throws deep. He runs. I think that offense is much improved. I would vote Wilson.
0: Okay. Or yeah. Beckham. I don't have a problem with that. Or Beckham. I just I can't <laughs> pull the trigger on that. Ba- I, I can't pull the trigger on a guy that I know is going to play 12 games. Uh, At most. At most. Uh, that's why you draft the fourth guy. Okay. We're back up again. The top guys here for us, uh, top suggestions. Cortland Sutton.
1: I like Sutton too. Damian Boy, Harris.
0: That's nice.
1: Although we have three backs. I, he's our fourth dude, but that's, Raheem, I didn't think he'd the, be there. It's that always long. tradable
0: commodities. Yeah, yeah. Raheem Mostert, Melvin Gordon, the top receivers available. Sutton, Jerry Judy. That's a tough conversation. Robbie too. Anderson, Juju. Robbie Anderson's pretty
1: good. I don't think we've ever owned him, but he's he produces. He was pretty good
0: last year. With Teddy, but with Teddy—he was the check. He was the—he was the, the checkdown guy. Yeah,
1: you would think it'd be the other way around. I would have to look,
0: and, and I haven't done this research on him. I will before I draft. What were his numbers like with Darnold?
1: Good. They had a very good rapport. That's when I, Robbie Anderson became a fantasy thing. Yeah. Matt Rule loves him. I mean, he had him at Temple. I think he understands how to use the guy. I don't think he's just a a deep ball guy. Would I take him over both Denver receivers though? That's a tough call for me. Yeah. We end up with Judy a lot. We never end up with Robbie Anderson. The Denver thing scares me. You know, it, like all three is, of those guys are available, yeah. including Fant, And they're all worth about the same to me. And, boy, I just think they're going to pillage each other. I'm just like looking here at players. the other
0: the other receivers available. You're looking at um, – Curtis Samuel, Will Fuller, Tyler Boyd, Mike Williams. Yeah. This is going to be our third receiver.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean,
0: but one of those will be there with our next pick. We've taken Mike Williams a lot as our fourth receiver. I don't know that I want this him as our my three.
1: Agreed, agreed. Yeah. I'd probably
0: go Anderson. Okay, we'll roll the dice there and take Anderson. It's
1: sort of just to be different because we've usually done Judy in a
0: similar yeah. situation. Right. And Judy's really good. Okay, we're back up again here. And our top suggested player, Raheem Mostert. Zach Moss. Maybe. Will Fuller. David Johnson. How about a tight end? Tight end is Robert Tanyan. That's your guy. Tyler Higby. Noah Fant. Mike Gesicki. Is Thomas available? Logan Logan Thomas. Thomas is still
1: available. And why is he so low? I don't get that. They just gave him a lot of money. He gets better every time he gets on the field. He's a good athlete. He's smart. I think people say... Wow, they brought in Samuel. And it's a different quarterback. Yeah, and, his, yeah, his targets are going to shrink. I don't believe that. I think, I'd think i take him, of all those tight ends, he was my favorite. Yeah. I mean, we could probably wait around. God, passes last there. year. <laughs> right, right, But right. you
0: can't go buy off of what their list is. You That's have to take fan. who you like. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, if, if you
0: told me I have to take like, a tight end a, right it's now. A it's a Daryl Henderson up. thing. He didn't show up on the, on the, the queue there, so I'm like, okay. If, yeah, 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 right. You know, well, we're going to take him now. I'm very if comfortable. If I'm going down on draft day, I'm going down my list.
1: For punting tight ends, I'm very comfortable starting Logan Thomas every yeah, week he's with a the the ninth-round pick or whatever. This
0: Logan is. Thomas is the pick. That was our eighth-round pick. Our sp- our starting Able. spots are now filled. Now full. Okay. And we've got and three we running backs. And we backup running back. Okay. Yeah. And we're back up again here. Um, the top suggested player, LaVishka Chenault. That's a
1: nice wild card that could could easily supplant. He could, be, he could fall off the planet, or he could be our three, and we could be really in good shape.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you look at the receivers – it's Marquise Brown, Levishka, Chanant, Michael Gallup, Devontae Parker. I, I like,
1: I like Visco the most out of those. Right? Yeah, let's Long take it. Let's take Let's him. take him. I'm a big fan of what he can do in the NFL. I don't know if it'll be this year or if they'll get the most out of him, but I like
0: the player a lot. If we're going to continue to roll the dice here, the top receivers still available Devontae Parker, Darnell Mooney, McCole Hardman, and Henry Ruggs. McCole Hardman, if if something were to happen to Tyreek Hill. Even if not,
1: he's a starter, He's probably. a
0: starter. He's taking over that Sammy Watkins role. If something happens to Hill, yes, he becomes maybe uh, a, an easy wide receiver, too. They'll figure out ways to get him the football. I just don't know if he's good. I know he's
1: fast. I know he's fast. I know I know, know, I know Andy
0: Reid will find ways to get him the football. I wish Ruggs they... is the same.
1: This is his third year, isn't it? He's the yeah. same year as Deontay. Yeah. and He hasn't done much yet. And I know
0: that they've but had. But it's the, you know, you look at the wide receiver. I mean, he um, should be
1: beating out DeMarcus Robinson and Byron Pringle over the last two years. And he kind of does, but they don't go away. Yeah. I don't know. That's a high risk We're in the 10th round. I know. I hear you. Is there a back that's kind of fun, a Zach Moss or somebody like that? I highly doubt it.
0: Gus Edwards, A.J. Nah. Dillon, Latavius Murray, Devin Singletary. A.J. Dillon's kind of attractive.
1: We could take Mikul.
0: You like him. Yes. I like <laughs> Dillon. Or we could go the backup you tight end. We later, could take back tight end route as well here in round ten. I'm
1: comfortable with Thomas. I think I'd rather roll the dice on a tight end, or a running back receiver. You or, could get Smith how the, about this? Or Irv Smith three rounds from now.
0: What about a backup quarterback? Jalen Hurts is still sitting there. Who else is floating around? Trevor Lawrence, Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins.
1: Hurts stands out from that group. He stands right? out
0: in that group by a
1: lot. Hurts definitely is a a week one starter. Yeah, those other guys aren't to me. That's fine. We may never use them.
0: He could be a nice uh, trade chip for you down the road if something, yeah. you know, or especially early in the season if somebody's a quarterback go down.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's take Jalen Hurts. One fantasy quarterback just fell off the board too. Wentz. I mean, he yeah. probably doesn't get drafted now,
0: right? And nobody's a draft Eason. I heard bad stuff about Fields yesterday too. They they don't expect him. The guy really got with the Bears in Bears camp, doesn't expect them to start until week 10 when they have the wow. bye. Wow. You still have seven weeks left after that. but still. Yeah,
1: still. But you could pick him up in week five. Yeah.
0: That? Okay, so now we're back up again here. And uh, the top suggested picks, Nelson Aguilar, no. Naheem Hines. Is Harmon or Dylan or any of the guys we brought up still? Rager, floating? Robert Tanyan. Uh, running back It's Lindsey, Coleman, Hines, J.D. McKissick. This might blow you away, but Tanya might be the best guy on the board. Tanya is the best tight end still on the board. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean he might be their number two
0: receiver. Tight ends do get hurt too. So well, yeah. yeah. To I have, mean I to wouldn't have start him over Thomas, ones, yeah. but right. No, Thomas is gonna be your starter. Right. But I mean he,
1: he looks like the best value yeah. of all the players. I mean, I don't want Aguilar, and I don't yeah. want, you know those other guys are I'm anxious to
0: cut them. Uh we're back up again here in round twelve. Top suggested picks. Aguilar, Lindsay, Jalen Reger, Rashad Penny. No.
1: How about a defense, if it's that bad?
0: Defense is the Ravens, Washington, Tampa Bay, San Francisco. I you know what? This is year four for Rashad Penny. Hmm. Carson's
1: low on my list of guys. I can't uh,
0: Yeah, Car- I don't trust Carson to play 17 games. Right. We saw last year when they had to go uh, to the backup. Mm-hmm. They still ran the football. Oh, they always run the football,
1: yeah. It's funny because I'm guilty of this, too. Like... I would never take him penny in the first round. I didn't think he was a great player coming out. But
0: it doesn't mean he stinks. Yeah, let's take him. All right. We're, we're running up against it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 13. I'm just going to take the best guy available here. And the best guy, the top suggested player is James White. No, can't do that. Oh, no, that's, a, that's just a running back. Uh, we're going to take the Ravens defense here. Yes. Okay. Great. Round 14. Cruising on down here. Nobody wants Nelson Aguilar or Jalen Rager. They are still available. Um, We're going to take Kenneth Gainwell in the 14th round. Okay. Just throwing it against the wall there. I think he'll catch passes. He'll catch passes. He could end up being the the starter's track record. Not good. And kicker we're going to take. Our boy Rodrigo Blankenship always seems to be the guy right there.
1: He's on the lollygaggers all the time.
0: we got a C-plus on that one. A 77 out of 100. Kyle Yates loved our draft that time. He always hates us. He gave us an 87. Actually, how did we get a 77? We got an 84 from Dan Harris, an 80 from Mike Tagliari. Kyle Yates gave us an 87. The hardest grader gave us a good one. Yeah, and Joe Pasapia gave us a 75. That That doesn't add up. That doesn't add up to a 77. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. UPJ
1: math. Come on. (laughs) But
0: I I don't hate that team. No.
1: I like to top two backs, and Henderson's my third back. I mean, that's our foundation will be good.
0: Russ Wilson never misses any games. No, right. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's a high-floor team. Yeah, so that's going to do it for the Fantasy Football uh, Focus. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. We'll be back with our three yeah, we're going to be of our marathon the, yeah. show, right the right the show right after this. Yes.